Yeah, Jesus, we invite you to have your way amongst us this morning. We pray for those in our community and those around us who have less than we do. And as these uh, toys are presented as an offering to you, we pray that they would be used to bless those who would otherwise go without this Christmas time. We thank you for the work of FSW and all that they do to help those in need at this time of year. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Do take a seat. So it is uh, beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere we go. I'm not going to sing, don't worry. But it is that time of year. Advent is upon us, that time where we're counting down the days. Who has an Advent calendar? I'm not going to consume an entire one this morning like I did last year, don't worry. Um, but it is that time where we're getting ready for Christmas. And what we thought we'd do this year with our sermon series over the next few weeks is something a little bit different, a little bit kind of creative and outside the box. We're taking some lines from some very well-known Christmas carols uh, and reflecting on what they might mean for us uh, in Scripture, what they actually are saying, what they're teaching us about Jesus and what they're teaching us about this time of year. In some cases we will be dispelling some myths, getting rid of some rubbish that we sing that we that isn't true, uh, and then other things we'll be celebrating, uh, the good things that we sing, the things that are amazing, and we'll culminate the whole thing on Christmas Day uh, by reflecting on joy to the world and what that really means. And as unusual on Christmas Day, uh, there'll be no prepared sermon, you'll be invited to bring presents that you've opened that morning and challenge me to turn them into sermons. So uh, that is an offer uh, for you on Christmas Day. If you haven't bought your presents yet and you think you want to purchase to try and catch me out, then feel free uh, to try that. It'll be fun. But we will culminate on Joy to the World. Today, we are using that classic primary school favorite, Away in a Manger. Now, you all know it really, really well. It's a very well-known song. It's that carol. It's that particular carol that begins to get sung around the end of November. And by December the 25th, every teacher in the country is sick of it. And then it comes around again next year. And then uh, we sing it. It's beautiful. It's, it's, it's always lovely to have the kids sing the first verse. And it's a really, a really lovely uh, carol. And there's a line within that carol. See if you know it, okay? The cattle are lowing. The baby awakes. But little Lord Jesus... Absolute rubbish. Now, now, don't get me wrong, I, I, and it's the song that sends envy into every mother in the world. Every mother sings that line and thinks, well, why was that the case for Mary, but not for me? Well, it wasn't the case. Uh, it was the case for Mary just as much as it was for you. Jesus definitely did cry. Now, maybe in that particular moment uh, of the song being written, they were picturing a particular moment in time where Jesus was peaceful and serene. Babies do do that. It does happen. But there are some who led to believe that Jesus never cried as a baby. That's absolute nonsense. He absolutely did. And we're using that this morning to talk about the humanity of Jesus crashing with the divinity of Jesus. That is God as human and God as man. Okay, so the big words, but we're going to get there. Now, what I want the kids to do, and adults can help with this as well, is I want you to think, okay, about your earliest possible memory. What's the earliest memory you have, and how old do you think you might have been? So does anyone want to share their memory, and then we can see if your parents can validate that memory, or whether you've embellished it uh, over the years. Does anyone want to share their earliest possible memory? Anyone brave enough? Go on, go on, Misha. 
Yeah. So everyone can hear you. Come on. Uh, when I when I first learned to ride a bike. Okay. And do you know roughly how old you were? No. No. Okay. But you remember the learn the actual process of learning yeah. to ride a bike. Okay. Good. Okay. Anyone else remember learning to ride a bike? Yeah. You do. You remember that? Anyone else? Anyone else have an earliest memory? Go on then. Come on up. Share it nice and loud. Um. We went to a park with the grandparents, and there was this some not life-size Diplodocus, but one big enough to scare me. You saw a big Diplodocus that frightened you at a park. Is that is that true, Mum and Dad? Do you remember that happening? Okay, it's an earliest memory. So some early memories are great, some a little bit more terrifying. Uh, anything else? Anyone else got any more memories they want to share? Go ahead. First time I ever made Duplo. The first time you ever built Duplo, you played with Duplo and you remember building something. Yeah. Can you remember what you built? A house. A house? There we go. Classic. Good. Is that true? Does that really happen? Yeah, of course it's true. Okay, now uh, I'm going to share mine very briefly. Okay, I don't know exactly how old I was, but I remember I lived in a, in a little uh, place called Denton, which is near New Haven. And we lived at the bottom of a hill, and at the bottom of the hill was a garage. And I remember pulling up into a car wash, not me personally, obviously my dad pulling up into a car wash, and I was in the back seat with my, uh, my brother, my elder brother was in the front seat. My brother decided he didn't like car washes, so he got out of the car, ran out of the car wash and up to home. I remember that really clearly, don't know how old it was. I also remember the very last thing my dad said to my neighbour before we left our house, which was, look after my carrots. That's uh, bizarre what you do remember, isn't it? Um, these, we all have these early memories, and, and most people, their earliest memory is between the ages of three and four. Now, okay, mums and dads, questions for you, parents, people here, people who have nieces, nephews, anything else. Can you remember the first word of one of those children? Can you remember the first word that spoke? Did, did, if you're an uncle or an auntie, did your brother or sister phone you up and say, they've just said their first word? And it was auntie, <laughs> or anything like that. I, I, yeah, you might remember your child's first word, or maybe you can remember when your child started to walk. Who can remember that? Okay, and who on their wall still has the first day of school photo? You know, that classic photo with the book bag outside, the first day of school photo. These are all precious memories that we treasure. They're all significant things that happen in our lives. And they happen just as much for Jesus as they did for us. You know, he went through those experiences. He had that experience of learning to walk and learning to talk and having the first word that Mary would have delighted in. Uh, I don't know what it was, so I'm going to hazard a guess at Abba, but who knows. Uh, but he speaks that first word and, and Mary, he has those experiences. But there's something remarkable about Christmas, something absolutely extraordinary. Now, I need two people who like each other very, very much to help me with something. Uh, perhaps Phoebe and Adelia then. Come on up. Why don't you come up? Is it also your birthday today? Well, there we go. That's good. Okay, so, because uh, we're talking about birthdays. We're talking about a particular birthday. But actually, we're going a little bit before that birthday. So here's a reading uh, from Luke chapter 1, verse 39. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and was greeted uh, Elizabeth, her cousin. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb... And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. For when you came into my presence, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. 
Now there's something amazing happening here because there's something incredibly miraculous happening in the sense that a prophetic, that's a big word, it's where God has foretold something, he said something is going to happen, is happening in the womb of both Mary and Joseph. We know, uh, Mary, not Joseph. (laughs) Talk about dodgy theology and carols, it's uh, slip-ups that are more of a problem. But Mary and Elizabeth are both pregnant. We know that Elizabeth is pregnant with John the Baptist who will foretell the birth of Jesus, who will foretell the coming of Jesus as the Messiah and then Jesus himself in the womb of Mary now that's a miracle a miracle is taking place because within Mary is the son of God but then also something incredibly human is taking place because Jesus is in a womb in the same way that you and I were in a womb I mean that's remarkable isn't it that the son of God the God who created everything is in the womb in the same way that we were and what happens in that moment is something incredible now ideally I need you to stand here Okay, uh, as far as, and Phoebe to come stand here. I'm going to um, try and remove some of the trip hazards. Okay. And what we have here is we, we have Phoebe representing the divinity of God. Okay, so God, this, is, this is the Son of God. This is God Himself. And we have Adelia uh, uh, here picturing a human, human form, human likeness. And what happens, okay, and you're going to need to run and really hug each other, okay? Okay, a massive, massive cuddle and hold it as, as tight as you can, alright? If you, if you stop the other person breathing, all the better, okay? Because it shows your time. Okay, alright. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, okay. okay, so what happened in the moment of, uh, of Advent as we celebrate the birth of Jesus is that the divinity of God and the humanity of man came crashing together. There we go. <laughs> in the person of Jesus. And so you have this absolute beautiful, intertwined, unseparable, you can't take this apart, that Jesus is now just as much fully human as he is fully God. And it's something incredible, it's something beautiful, it's something wonderful, it's something to be treasured and remembered for the whole of eternity. You guys can take a seat. You've done right. okay. You can stay together if you want. But uh, uh, On the board outside, I noticed on my way in, is a beautiful quote by C.S. Lewis. That in our world, in a stable, something bigger than our world came to be. Now that's incredible, that you have the humanity of Jesus crashing together with the divinity of Jesus. And that's really important this time of year. Really important for all of us to know that Jesus really did cry. He really was a real baby. He really did experience everything that we experienced because it makes sense of everything we go through. To know that whatever we go through, Jesus has been there. Jesus has experienced suffering. He's experienced pain. He's experienced hurt. He's experienced joy. He's experienced that first day of school, those early memories, all of those things. And then we know that because he's divine as well, because he's God as well, and because he died and he rose again, he's able to be with us in our experiences as well. That's the message, the hope, the glory, the wonder of Christmas. It's completely mind-blowing. It took decades For the church to even begin to try to describe what it means. And even now we struggle. But I think that's a good thing. That Jesus is both fully man and fully God. And we see them crash together in the birth of Jesus. And it's such an amazing thing to remember. So, next time you see a baby. Or next time you sing Away in a Manger. Remember he did cry. Because God himself, the God who made the universe. Chose. Absolutely chose to be like one of us so that we can know that he knows what life is like 
And that as we grow in relationship with him, we know he is with us every step of the way in whatever we go through. And everything in his humanity makes sense of everything we face on earth. The light, the joy, the hope that comes with the birth of Jesus. Fully human, fully God, crashing together in perfect unity for you, for each of us. Amen.